This episode is brought to you by the generous patrons who supported us over at patreon.com slash inspiration point. So we want to give a big thank you to our patrons, Kate, Prostaskius, Leroy, Tiana, Jeremy, Jacob, Cheryl, Falangor, Spike, Chris, Konohamaru, Buyag, Starry, Red Dead Coquette, Logan, Punch and Potato, Jen Solo, Rajar, and Eric. Thank you again for helping us to put a little more inspiration out into the world. And now, on to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode for the year of 2023 and our first episode of our fourth season of Inspiration Point. I'm Andrew. And I'm Adam. Welcome back, homie. Hey, happy new year. Happy new year. 2023. Uh, it feels like it was a long time coming, doesn't it? Uh, well... I, it always takes me a while to not sign things wrong, like dates right? and stuff. Um, it take you know, I'm, it's going to say 22 for a while. <laughs> That's man. It, it, it's the Michael Jordan year, right? Because oh, yeah, that, that was his number, right? 23. That was his yeah. number. He was, a, and, he, was uh, he was a very good basketball that player. That is right the here. Uh, <laughs> extent of my sports knowledge. <laughs> You know, that's what I know. And I, I, he played for North Carolina and he didn't make his eighth grade basketball team at first. But mm. it, that's that last one might be a myth, though. I heard that one might not be true. Was that I feel um, like some of that info was in the original Space Jam? Yes. Yes. Well, obviously, the historical <laughs> document known as Space Jam, <laughs> Space Jam. Uh, not the second Space Jam. There wasn't a second Space Jam, Andrew. What are you talking about? Oh, thank you. Yes. yes. Thank you. For a second, I I thought I was seeing my my son get excited about a steaming pile of garbage. You know, I like to, to like Don that. Cheadle. I don't want to see him in things like that. Oh my um, god! That when I I didn't realize he was in it, and it was yeah. on, and there he was, and I was like, "You got Don Cheadle, who's great, yes. and all the things that he was doing and saying were the opposite of great." And I didn't know what to do with myself. You know, I, I hate to say it because like. Coming off of like this is you're going to disagree with this. <laughs> I'm just going to say right. right now. Here but, we go. Uh, so Bringing when I was watching the new year with some conflict, <laughs> that's right. When I was watching the game awards uh, and they had like animal come on and like with like space jam two and stuff, I, I just came to the, like, do I don't know if we need these characters anymore. You know, like Kermit's one thing. Okay. Like, okay. Fair enough. Kermit piggy, maybe even Fozzie gonzo but like the rest of them don't matter sorry and like like yeah looney tunes i mean what's it got left honestly um i think we're just so saturated with stuff to watch and to listen to like it would be like a middle of the road cartoon if it were to come out now right and and so i don't know maybe we just we don't need mickey mouse anymore (laughs) well i i would agree with that I mean, we need, I mean, we need branding, like, I fine. mean, don't, don't, you can't get you rid of him, but we don't need like a cartoon about him. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't touch my Muppets. 
because um, <laughs> I'll find you. I'll find and uh, yeah, that, um, leave leave the Muppets alone. I like how I started with the Muppets, and they started making exceptions for like half the main cast. But you know, yeah, like <laughs> it was like Fozzie. And we did just talk about like Christmas Carol last week or not oh, last last episode. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I'm full of crap. I even said during that, like, hey, they need to do another classic story. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they do. It may, what about, like, Tarzan? <laughs> you know? Tarzan. They could. They could uh, There's a character I never really needed. <laughs> Wait, you don't like Tarzan? I, like, why Why is he a surfer on trees? I don't. Oh, because the animator's kid was a skateboarder. That's yeah, why. Yeah, of course. Because it um, was. You know, but then I actually like that part. It was pretty cool. It was cool. It was good animation. His character was great. I love Jane. Jane's one of my favorite like Disney ladies ever. Because she's capable. Because I'm sorry, Ariel is worthless. (laughs) Hate her. I hate her. She might as well be entirely a fish. Here it is. The Disney princess tier list uh, that you've been waiting for. Uh, yes, she's not a princess, but she's the princess of my heart. So S tier Jane from Tarzan. Jane, Jane, weird teeth good. are so cute. Oh. I love them. I love them. And I mean, I don't and- know who would be on top <laughs> of the tier list for me. Like, they, <laughs> so, oh, I mean, th- th- so- this counts all female leads. So you can stay, say like Mulan and stuff, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Because, like, Mulan and Rapunzel, definitely, like, top tier, like, at least A tier, you know, really good stuff. But, yeah, you know, Ariel D, D tier, trash. Man, I I said it (laughs) once and I'll say it again. She might as well have been entirely a fish. I will say, Um, though, I I saw that trailer for the new one. uh, Does it look coming? I haven't seen it. And all I saw was, like, it was really more of a teaser than anything else. Sure. And, And she was singing and... I'll tell you what, man, it's not like I was following this and was like really looking forward to it or anything, but I was sitting there watching the previews when this came on and I was like, oh, wow, that is very good. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know I would be impressed by this. She is quite talented. So I hope the story will will match, but I fear that it will be much like the others where it's exactly the same story i feel like i have largely avoided the the live action remakes of the disney movies like i haven't seen aladdin i haven't seen the lion king like you did I, see the lion king when it first came <laughs> it's it because it, it's like frame for frame exactly the same film <laughs> really it's, it's yeah it's nuts like at least aladdin made some small changes beauty and the beast did some interesting things yeah, mm. by and large, they're not great. They're not great. My cat is jumping on my leg. Hello, no, that's cat. okay. Kitty, cat interference is like podcast gold. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that's... it really is. Except for now, she's not meowing or anything. She's just looking at me like, what? Speak up, you little brat. <laughs> Pitch in. Do Pitch some in. of the work. Yeah, she played with a plastic ba- bag briefly and then clawed my leg into shreds. So that's ah. cool. That's I guess that's she didn't a, agree with with Ariel, you know, maybe she's mm. um, maybe she's a racist cat, you know, well, know. cats eat fish, right? 
<laughs> I didn't even think about that. They, That's they, so true. They do. They do. She's That's like, so ooh, true. if you were smaller, I'd gobble you right up. But, oh, my but, gosh. But you're not. It's like a house cat trying to. Well, you know what they say, you know, for for people and elephants, you know. So you tell a cat, you know, how do you eat a mermaid? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. You know, no, you the way that they would eat a mermaid yourself. is one bite and then like walk away, look at it for a while. <laughs> walk around it hmm. and then come back, take two more bites, leave, look at it for some more. Some more. That, that's know. true. My that's cats true. are insane. Um, Cat, cats, cats do be like that. <laughs> it's just so finicky. Well, and I have two, and one of them is like he—he he is very much like I'm going to eat a little bit and leave and, and look at it for a while, and the other one is like, "Oh, you're not eating, huh?" Yep. <laughs> stuffs her face right in his bowl, oh and then he just God. sits there and goes, "What happened? <laughs> what happened?" <laughs> I've only go got wrong? the one cat, so I don't know how the how that kind of interaction would go in my house. But it's fun hearing about the other about the, so the about the yours. little ones getting fat is funny. She's like uh, a little fat, so a roly poly. I love it. She's so adorable. Chunky kitties are <laughs> super cute. Um, so real quick before we jump into the topic, um, yeah. how how was your how was your Christmas break? Your well, it, your holiday it, vacation. Honestly, that's where kind of the topic is coming from a little bit. And uh. so we'll, we'll lead to that. But let's just say I was not as productive and maybe that was a good thing. Mm. Um, I, you know, I think a lot of us, when we, when we come into breaks, we do also set some goals for ourselves, even if they're more leisurely. I do um, not. Leisurely. Oh, leisurely, maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I really didn't do much of those. And mm. so at first I was kind of like, oh man, I, I feel regrets and stuff. And then I was like, you know, it might've been worse if I had done it. Mm. So uh, I was glad for that. And then uh, my wife and kids were out for the last week mm. vis- visiting uh, her folks. And so I had the house to myself. That was really quite nice. nice. I watched a ton of Netflix. Um, yep. I played Elden Ring again because of course, of course, old habits die hard. Old habits die hard. So how about you? I, let's see. Well, my wife and kids got me uh, as like my one Christmas present. And I did not know that they were doing this. Um, They got me a flat top grill. And I have been wanting one of those bad boys for Mm -hmm. a long time. Because when it comes to burgers... I am very much on the side of I'm a fan of the smash burger style right, right. burger. Get those you thin, don't, you crispy don't need the grill edges. marks. Yeah, like just, yeah. you know, thin, juicy. You can stack those puppies as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Cheese mm-hmm. melts freaking fast. Mm-hmm. Love it. You do that on a regular grill and you just smash your meat right through the freaking bars and it just <laughs> turns into a huge mess and it drops onto the coals and then it's just <laughs> gross and nobody wants that. Now, I mean, I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picky. I'm too good for that. Any meat's burger good meat. is burger. <laughs> but man, you get that, that searing hot griddle that's like 
heavy steel or cast iron. You could just beat the tar out of that thing and it'll be just fine. Beat the and devil out of it. Man, I the first thing I cooked on that sucker was a whole pack of bacon. And mm. I have never seen bacon cooked that fast. They must have mm-hmm. been on the grill for like two or three minutes. And those suckers were crispy and done. Fast, and, crispy bacon. Oh, dude. The the burgers just took a hunk of meat. You just throw it on there and you smash that sucker flat. <laughs> and I've got a burger patty done in like a minute and a half. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's well, fantastic. That sounds lovely. I look forward to partaking next time i come and visit oh we will partake a lot (laughs) ah yes um so did that went up hit the snow for a little bit went snow tubing for the first time in like god probably 20 years and i've been wanting to and it was so much fun i didn't get to do it long enough but I, I'm definitely going to go back up a few times this uh, this season, take the kids and go uh, get some most snow action because mm-hmm. I love me some snow. Um, nice. So I am not a fan of the oh. snow. I remember as a kid, like always seeing it in cartoons and shows and stuff and going like, oh, that looks like so much fun. I want to get in on that. And then like the first time we were, we were driving through like Flagstaff and there was some snow on the ground. Like I begged my parents to let me out. So I could play in it and I jump out and I start holding this stuff. And I'm just like, I hate this. This is the worst. <laughs> That's because you were doing it barehanded like an idiot. <laughs> no, oh! no, I, no, I was an even bigger idiot. It was actually worse because oh. I had gloves on, but you know, there were, they were like knitted gloves. Right? Oh, that. So now <laughs> you're wearing freezing, soaking sponges. Like, yes. oh, this will help my hands feel better. No. No, it was way worse. I, I I would have been better off had I bare knuckled it. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> you come with me. We'll get you set up with the with the proper gear. You have the yourself a gear. you'll have yourself a fine time. I have to imagine that the Andrew like snow set is like an actual dead bear skin. Oh, I wish that'd be so cool. <laughs> like just like wolf fur, you know, like the full on, uh, you know, knights uh, order. Gosh, I already forgot what they're called. The Night's Watch. Oh, man. You See, know, just those full outfits. If I Plus had my I, druthers, <laughs> that's what it would be. That's what it would be. I'm uh, I'm just a normie when it comes to that stuff. It's just snow pants, a good jacket. Although, when... Oh, you said snow pants. For a moment, I thought you said no pants. Oh, no pants, because I am that hardcore. Um, no, I was born in the cold. Pants. I was born in the cold. Oh so, my goodness. But yeah, snow is good, but you need proper gear. Top piece of gear for me is a really good pair of boots. If you got mm-hmm. happy feet, it's that true. can take you a long way. Having uncomfortable feet is something to be avoided in any point in your life. Well, Anywhere this, you go. this might have been why my parents were like, maybe we shouldn't stop. Maybe you don't want to try this. Because mm-hmm. they were like probably looking at my outfit and going, you are ill-equipped. No, you are ill-equipped for this. Yes. And I was like, but me, child, me, try thing. Yeah. You know? So. Well, you come with me and we'll try it the right way. Me- meanwhile, speaking- here in Arizona, I didn't uh, wear a sweater the entire break. Like, I, w- I went out to the store in, like, flip-flops and shorts. You're, <laughs> you're. 
I want to say you're a maniac, but you're in Arizona, so it, it, it was it like eighty just, degrees. <laughs> oh my god! And here we are, like, just, so it was like it's comfortable now. But I think climate change is real, guys, and I'm pretty sure in five years we just can't live here anymore. Five years? You see the storm that's going across the country like now? Just here in California, man, we're waiting for like in the next day or two. We're supposed to just get inundated with rain i'll be impressed i'll be honest i'm impressed there's even a california still with how often it's like on fire and stuff oh dude it's on fire getting shaken to its bones getting completely washed out or not getting water at all like california basically feels like it looked mother nature in the eye and was just like come at me bro and mother nature did and you know to to california's credit it's holding its own i mean physically at least i mean i i can't speak for the the earthquakes where it's definitely not holding itself together very well Mm. (laughs) i'm I'm waiting for the day where it actually doesn't and it just it's like you know what you know (laughs) i'm done when, when you're in the movies and you got the dude hanging on the ledge and his fingers are just falling off like he just can't hold on and is pulling one finger away after the other and then you're holding on by like just one freaking yoked index finger but (laughs) even that can only last so long Mm -hmm. before you drift off into the freaking pacific so speaking of drifting (laughs) off into the specific (laughs) into the pacific not the specific (laughs) because uh I can speak properly. I love to drift off into the specific. <laughs> I would say that's what we do often on this show. <laughs> it is. We drift off in some way. What would you like to chat about this evening, buddy? Well, I thought the best way to start out the new year was talking about burnout. <laughs> Dude, when I saw you mention that on the Discord, uh-huh. which, if folks are interested... You can get access to by joining us over at patreon.com slash inspiration point. I saw you post and I was like, I was this close to, to just posting like, like bleep mouth emojis saying, (laughs) I told you to pick something fun. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) This is burnout (laughs) is tons of fun. And we're going to talk about all my joys of burnout and, uh, and all about it. Take um, me, take me through it, man. Okay. Well, we've all felt burnout at different times, and you know the reason I was thinking about this is because I had difficulty just kind of getting off my butt the entire uh, break. And, That's what breaks are for. And but Staying that is on what your they're butt. for, you know. And and so I started thinking about it differently, where I was like, you know what, I need some sit down time. I need some Netflix. I need some video yes. games. I need to to clear my head um, and I need to, you know, you got to get your groove back a yeah. little bit because no matter what we enjoy, you know, we're always going to um, need breaks from things. So, yeah. And, and we get we get burned out on all kinds of things. Like, I love it when uh, my wife takes the kids out to go see her folks and I stay here. You know, mm. it is great. I mean, I love her folks. Don't get me wrong. Um but I also love not traveling and I like being alone sometimes, you know, and it makes reunion with the wife and kids much better. Um, mm. 
So now we all sort of like each other again. Um, I'm I'm also kind of a a creature of solitude. Like mm-hmm. I, you got your little like little man shed. You you have your fortress of solitude, dude. It's I having that space where you can just kind of get away, even if it's for you know a couple hours. Yes. Um. I you know people ask like oh you know if if the wife or kids go on vacation, do you miss them? And do you, you know, all that stuff. It's like, Oh, of course. But at the same time, I have never been one of those people where if I don't have other people around, I'm just lost for, for me. I'm like, I have a wealth of things that can keep me busy and entertain me. Like, you know, you have you seen my steam backlog? Like it's insane. Um, yeah. You know, and just it to me, I I enjoy just kind of chilling out and, you know, enjoying enjoying the hobbies. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like sometimes we have to remember it's a hobby. And like now, like for for you and me, it's a little bit more than that. You know, for mm. you, it's the thing. It is kind of your day job. It's like what you write about all the time. Yeah. You know, you you write those gigantic tomes, you know, like every house has the family Bible. They've got the complete works of William Shakespeare that they've never read. Uh, maybe they've got uh, the Hobbit, right? Mm. Or the Lord of the Rings. And then right underneath that is spectacular settlements. Uh, that's right. <laughs> that's holding that, up the other books. It's, it's the foundation. It's, it's that seven foot block of concrete that you build everything <laughs> else on top of. Right. You don't really think about the concrete anymore. Um, but the, the, it keeps the poor table is dry. doing its best. Um, <laughs> you see its poor little table knees quaking. <laughs> it, <yeah. sighs> so um, where might burnout come from? Well, probably from playing too much. That's usually the most uh, basic thing. You've been doing mm. it a lot. You need a break. Um, yeah. You're uh, tired from unrelated things. You know, um, that was one of the comments that we got. Cause I was like, Hey guys, tell me what you think about, um, about burnout. Mm. And, uh, Jen solo said, um, let's see, uh, whether let's see, sorry, I missed it. Well, I'll just read it in regards to D and D burnout for me almost always comes from outside sources. For me, D and D is my hobby and something I love, but at the same time, DMing can be a lot of work. Yep. Yes. No kidding. I also have a full time real life job that is particularly stressful during the holidays. Mm. Yep. Yep. Except for uh, I have no stress during the holidays. That's nice. But otherwise, totally with you. I'm stressful all the other times. Mm. Um, The past couple of months have definitely worn down on me more than others this past year. Mm. Uh, And then she goes on to talk about some of her uh, solutions, which maybe I'll come back to. Uh, but definitely coming from outside sources. Um, I'll tell you what, like one thing that happens to me every day, I take, uh, you know, like a 55 minute commute home. And by the time I get home, I'm kind of done. I'm kind of useless. Yeah. Uh, the drive itself just causes me to be tired and burned out. Oh yeah. Um, so I used to, there's that when I was, when I was working in, uh, Menlo park, Right. Yeah. Way you back. had some long drives and dude, you had traffic to deal with too. I would commute from Watsonville, which is just south of Santa Cruz. If anybody mm-hmm. wants to look it up on a map and we, I would carpool from there all the way up to Menlo park, which is up in the yep. Bay area. 
And in the mornings, the drive is like, you know, you're talking maybe about an hour, maybe hour and a half. But on the drive home in Bay Area rush hour traffic, dude, there were days where the drive home was three hours. Jeez. And, And it was like multiple days a week. And oh, my gosh. I get home and it's like, yeah, you don't want to do anything. I didn't even want to like make myself food. Like I just I'm like, I want to sit down. I want to do nothing. I want to think about nothing. I want to yeah. say nothing like I'm done. I'm freaking drained. <laughs> and so it, I, I can see real. that Andrew is, is feeling this topic a little bit. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we all do, I think. And. So as we go into the new year, I just thought let's let's just tackle it and talk about some of that stress that mm. that could be hitting us. You know, um, holidays can be stressful. Um, yeah, you know, uh, particularly when you're a parent and you're trying to make sure everyone has Christmas gifts and you're yeah. looking at your poor bank account just you know getting kicked in the ribs. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then feeling like oh, I wish I had done more if I had made more money, and then it spirals out and blah blah blah. blah. Oh yeah. Not, not good, you know, and a lot of people just have holiday blues, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, especially if you're, you know, they're not, not to dig into this. Cause you know, this is the kind of thing that can get real heavy for people, but you know, you get family and social issues. That, that can be exhausting. Sometimes you know, you're dealing with uncle Lou, he says something a little off color at lunch too. and then you're like, what do I do? Do I make a scene? do but i i can't just say yeah that's right uncle lou because now i'm justifying it or are we gonna try to be diplomatic it's tiring right just walk out of the room i mean just leave just leaves yeah you know and never mind you know just you know when when the holiday or whatever time really um just isn't able to be what you hoped or wanted it to be i mean you know, we, we've talked a lot on this show about setting expectations and how good that is. On the flip side, when you have expectations that are not met, that can feel almost bizarrely bad. Mm. Like, as, yeah. especially as an adult, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot said as far as, um, what we as grownups are expected to do and how we're expected to react to things not going our way or things not Mm -hmm. being quite how we wanted it to be. And a lot of the times it kind of amounts to suck it up, buttercup, you know, Mm -hmm. deal with it. Big deal. You know, you're not a little baby just because things aren't how you wanted it, (laughs) you know, too bad. And Mm -hmm. that, and that is supposed to be fine. But like if, if the, you're the coming up on a, approach. Yeah. And if you come to something big like Christmas or a birthday mm-hmm. or things like that, maybe, maybe certain people that you hoped would be there aren't able yeah. to be there. Or maybe you were hoping for a certain gift or to do a certain activity or, you know, different events yeah, or whatever. A, a lot can go against mm-hmm. plan. And I think that, you know, it feels for, bad. For, for my house, it's kind of funny because my wife gets really stressed out when when there's any event, mm-hmm. you know, an event that she has caused to to happen, right? Yeah, that is that's her thing, and 
then that in in turn can can sort of stress me out. She does this fun thing. She she likes to decorate cakes and she makes beautiful cakes. She yes, she and, does. Um, one time we were taking a cake over to this like basically a place where they do birthday parties for kids and there's like bounced stuff and oh no sort they feed you pizza and stuff transporting and, a cake i'm already and I, ju- and I jumped into the driver's seat and she said you can't drive and i was like what do you mean she was like if something happens to the cake i don't want to be mad at you all day <laughs> oh man and i was like okay so i went and, and put it myself in the passenger seat because i hate driving now anyway hmm. and so um sure enough she destroyed the cake on the oh, way over oh no and uh she was so much more okay with the fact that she had done it i was actually surprised how well she took it because huh. like all the kids were like yeah i don't care <laughs> do we get to eat it yeah okay cool <laughs> okay man that- and enough of it was still intact that you could tell what she had done and it was really cool yeah um it, you know and, and to be fair she had done something where it was like vertical and so she, you know, it was already impressive, even even half busted. Um. Anyway, anyway, I want to get back to it. So sometimes burnout can also come from who we're playing with. OK, mm-hmm. if there is conflict at the table or around the table or under the table or behind the table, that this can result in us kind of slogging through it. Right. Yeah. And sometimes what we need is a change of venue. Yeah. Different people to play with. Um, And sometimes, and I have definitely done this even recently, sometimes the campaign has worn out its welcome. Mm. This, this was fun. Maybe we're done now. Yeah. I think that the, the long running year long, two year long campaigns aren't, aren't that fun, frankly. Um, Mm. and I say that coming off the end of running a very, very long campaign. Mm. And there were a lot of things that I loved about it, but I definitely really trying that you might say this is my new year's resolution for games. Mm. I am really trying to tell more succinct stories that kind of get to the point a little faster. You know, that kind of go, listen, I want to play this game for a year tops and then I want to move on. Right. Yeah. If I could get that down to six months, I would be thrilled. Yeah. You know, can we tell this story and get her done? Because, man, let me tell you what I love. Session zero. (laughs) I love session zero. It's like my favorite session. Um, I love the planning and I love the possibility of it all. Me too. I love the collaboration and, and the, and the sort of hopefulness, right. Yeah. And the, the experience of the new, sometimes the campaign is tired, but we're trying to finish it. We're pushing it out and that can cause some burnout. Yeah, it definitely can. So, you know, I, I think that also comes from, um, having a good long running campaign, I think requires, uh, or, you know, having a long running campaign that does not produce burnout, I should say, um, mm-hmm. requires a sort of perfect storm of mm-hmm. a lot of different things. Like you need to have a bunch of extremely like minded people who are very much on the same page as far as what they want out of the campaign 
everybody yes. needs to be looking for more or less the same kind of thing. Everybody understands what the campaign is, what it's going to be, and what they want out of it. Well, here's the other part of that, though. If you've been, if you're playing for six months, twelve months, twenty four months, whatever it is, those desires are going to change probably during mm. that time. Because after those first, let's say, you know, six, seven, ten sessions, whatever it is, you've done the thing that you asked for. Right. Mm. And so a lot of times you see campaigns actually kind of shift tone or change, you know, the main activity that they're performing. And some of that has to do with tiers of play. But the other part of it is just that people want to try different things, particularly the, the GM. The GM's like, OK, well, we did the the. um gladiator thing that i had pitched but we're we're all like level 10 why are we still here right Um, now now we're pirates you know whatever it is yeah a lot of time there's there's going to be that shift or if we stay the course that can get tiresome right yeah true so i wonder if uh you know a sort of mid-season session zero i think maybe that was something rob was talking about was having Mm. like like a zero two or something oh yeah yeah like mid campaign check-ins or right you know honestly you should probably do one of those at the end of every major arc i mean that's that's a great place to put it you go okay Mm -hmm. next session we're gonna do a check-in and see how everybody's feeling about things what they would like more of what they'd like less of and this is something i got to get a lot better at because i tend to be the kind of gm where i want to surprise you i want to do something unexpected. I want to do the twist. I want to, yeah, I want to provide to you the, the surprise experience. And sometimes that backfires, right? That backfires pretty hard sometimes, you know, where communication and talking about that problem might've been a better way to go. Right. I've, I've actually heard some, some interesting uh, thoughts on that sort of, sort of thing. Uh, it might have even been from uh from Rob, but the or it might have been Dragna Carta, but basically the idea that um e- even if your surprise goes well, far more often than not, what you stand to gain by having open communication between yourself and your players will almost always net you something greater than the momentary thrill mm-hmm. of of a reveal because that's like, so true how yeah. how often have you done a surprise where it really got the gobsmacked completely floored reaction that you were hoping for yeah i would say it happens i mean i, I think for me it happens about 60 percent of the time mm. that i get something that i really really wanted um, but Do you, get you know, it that's from still, everyone that's still not necessarily a great moment. Right. Right. Like, I mean, I mean, it's a good moment, but it's not necessarily like a great, um, ratio. You know, if I'm not getting it 40% of the time, that's still quite a lot not getting right. it, I guess. And so, yeah, sometimes it is worth discussing. Mm. I don't know if we want to counsel through the entire campaign because there does need to be room for, for novelty and surprise and that sort of thing. Oh, of course. Uh, but um, we do, you know, we, we put a lot on ourselves as GMs. And I think that is where a lot of um, 
burnout comes from as well. Whereas we don't always have to carry the load that we're carrying. Yep. Um, and I'm, I'm extremely guilty of this. Yeah. Um, okay. So what does, uh, burnout mean and what does it, what, what, what does it not mean? Okay. Hmm. So first of all, it doesn't mean you're done with the hobby. You, you don't necessarily go, you know, I think I'm done with role playing games. I just, I feel, I'd feel differently about this whole thing. I mean, maybe you are, but that's not necessarily what it means. Mm. Okay. Um, what is likely happened, the most common thing is you're simply experiencing diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever we do anything over and over and over again, our enjoyment of that thing diminishes. Yeah. Okay. Um, the first, you know, donut you eat out of the box is delicious. Tastes wonderful. Yep. Second one, if you eat, if you eat a second one, there's some guilt there, but you're still probably enjoying yourself. The 13th one, you want to <laughs> die or have already died. You, you might be giving up donuts for life. You know, like yep. you, your memory of donuts are not going to be so good. Someone is forcing you to eat that donut at gunpoint. Right. Because otherwise you would not. <laughs> you would not. <laughs> and we've all killed our favorite song, right? We all took our favorite song overplayed it and then oh yeah it's a sad moment when you're like oh i don't want to hear it again and that bums me out Mm. you know um you can do that with games movies all kinds of things repetition and and i i really think that one thing that relaxing does for us is it makes us tired of relaxing Hmm. isn't that weird and so like, like at a certain point if you have too much leisure you actually feel kind of miserable. You've kind of feel terrible about it. Yeah. And, it, and, and I think that's more of like, it's still diminishing returns. You're just done. And so like the prospect of going back to work or whatever is actually sounds great. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, they say variety is the spice of life, right? For sure. They, so they say that doing, for a good reason. If you're doing anything for, yeah. you know, without, changing it up at all it's just mm-hmm. gonna be blah no matter what and it's like it, it is you know i'll and go so, shovel ditches at least i'm doing something <laughs> productive like I like at the end of uh, office space where it just becomes a construction worker yeah and as happy as can be i get to be outside you know <laughs> get to, some exercise yeah it's great it's not very and, hard yeah it's a great way to stay in shape <laughs> <laughs> And I, I love that, you know, guy so, on a 10 speed. Um, I think the, the, the last little bullet point I had here was we might be lacking something else in life. You know, there might be that, that thing eating at the back of your mind that you just keep putting off and putting off and putting off. Yeah. And maybe, maybe something needs to be taken care of. Yeah. Um, and so alleviating that mental burden can allow for a lot more creativity yeah. to, to come in and, and swim around. Yeah. Um, so now I want to get into the advice about what to do with it um, so that we do end on that, that positive note. Yeah. Um, how do we deal with burnout? Okay. Cause again, it's a natural thing. Um, so the most obvious of course is relax. Hey, Mike, it like think of, your time sitting down, enjoying uh, your favorite drink and watching a movie you like, spending time with people that you care about, um, going out to eat, whatever it is, you know, 
treat that as productive time of working on yourself. They right? well, working working on your self care. Let's say yeah that that has been like the kind of buzzword in the past couple of years. You know, mm-hmm. self care. Like yeah, stop and look at yourself and go, okay, am I actually taking care of the things that I f- know that I need? Or have I been, you know, sacrificing handling those things for the sake of being productive or, you know, doing things for my family or my relatives or whatever, you know, are you absolutely giving yourself what you know you need? And we need a lot of things, right? We're, we're yep. social creatures. We're physical creatures. We are all creative in some way. We all need our brains to do certain tasks in order to like be happy. Um, we need certain chemicals to be happy. Yep. Um, there's, there's a lot going on there. And sometimes, you know, taking some time to read a book might save you some doctor visits in the long run. Show um, might. No, to say, not to say, uh, to stop going to the doctor, because you might need what you're taking. Um, yes. <laughs> also very important. Um, another thing I wrote down uh, was go do something you don't want to do, but should. Mm, makes you and, feel productive. Yeah. Something unrelated. So like one thing that helps me get into a creative spirit, and I wish I was better at doing this and, and doing this faster, but cleaning. Mm. Uh, literally just clearing off my desk, taking all the equipment off, wiping everything down, dusting all the, all the peripherals. Um, it, it, it definitely can have a very meditative sort of quality to it. And once it's done, that feeling of, of wanting to work at that station yeah. is all of a sudden a lot more attractive. Yeah. I, I just, I literally just, uh, was cleaning my shed today. Like I came and, you know, I had, I, I am a disorganized mess a lot of the mm-hmm. time. And I mm-hmm. came out and I just, you know, cleared up some floor space. And, you know, especially after the holidays, you got, you know, everything's in disarray. And mm-hmm. I just started, you know, trying to bring some order back into the chaos. And, um, you know, e- even now it sure as heck ain't perfect. But what's really nice about a huge mess is that it's pretty easy to see change very quickly. Even if you don't solve it completely, you can look around and go, I made a dent in this. I've made progress. And um, that that feels very, very good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, one thing that I am bad at and, but every time I do it, it makes me feel better is spending time in nature. Oh yeah. Getting, getting away from those screens, getting away from your phone, getting away from whatever, you know, and, and smelling trees, you know, oh, is something dude. that, that you're like, again, like you did not evolve with the idea that computers existed. Right. Right. You evolved with the idea that you were living around trees and dirt and rocks and mud. Right. And so when you get reconnected with those things, you get little, little jolly chemicals in the old brain that say, yeah, you're doing the good thing. Yep. (laughs) You know, that's, that's correct. Uh, I mean, you just got your barbecue, right? There's something that happens to 
to us oh, when we dude. smell that smoke, right? It's oh. like, you know, what it smells like is survival. It smells like right? rocket fuel, baby. Mm. <laughs> I hope it doesn't oh, smell like rocket fuel. That sounds oh, awful. It's so good. <laughs> it's like, that sounds terrible. Oh, I love it. Um, new media. Good for you. Uh, I'm a total hypocrite on this one because I replayed Elden Ring, like I said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, let's play this again. I mean, I did a different build, so there's that. That's not good <laughs> enough. Sorry. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i call it out. <laughs> I did the whole game with Reduvia Bloodblade. I was very, very pleased. Nice. Uh, so, and then I started New Game Plus so I could get the second one. And then now I have dual dagger build that's actually kind of shreds and I, i'm really enjoying it that's fun. it's all arcane which means that you know you're getting items all the time um okay uh picking up a new skill is fun you ever, yes, you ever like, picked up a weird skill for like some reason oh i i mean you know i i pick i up- know i know i'm asking you for the d- benefit of the audience yes yeah, i <laughs> i pick up stuff Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know me very, you know, on a personal level, um, I love doing projects with my hands. I oh, I, for sure. I love building things, making things, mm-hmm. drawing things, like creating using my hands has always felt really good to me. Yes. And because of that, um, and the fact that my, you know, not to, you know, toot my own horn too much, but... Um, my manual dexterity is pretty good. So I like to take that and, you know, no pun intended, but try my hand at, <laughs> uh, at a lot of different, you know, physical projects, building different things. Um, for my wife's Christmas present this, uh, this year, I undertook a project that was a little bigger than I, uh, envisioned it to be. Uh, but I went out and I bought like a dozen six foot cedar fence posts, like the fence pickets that are about six inches wide. And I cut these things down, sanded them down to the point where I was caked head to toe in sawdust smelled amazing though. Um, (laughs) that, that wood shop smell is like, it's like the grill smell. It's so good. Um, and I made my wife a uh, a big coffee mug rack with and and not like one with little hooks, individual cubbies that are like offset from one another oh, to make great. them like visually interesting. Oh, that's wonderful! And dude, it it turned out so nice. Like I got those. I bet things you loved it. Sanded down to almost like a light pine sort of color. Mm-hmm. just all natural wood. Then I stained it, this aged walnut, this kind of a, almost like a, like a gray Brown. Mm-hmm. And then, um, got all the cubbies kind of worked out. And then I even did a, um, I have a Dremel tool. So I did a carving on each of the side panels where it looks like a coffee mug with like the steam lines coming up from it. And in the background, there's like a little lake, to like some uh some pine trees and some mountains behind that and then there's just kind of a a quarter circle up in the uh in the top part of the panel to be you know vaguely suggestive of the sun um and it just it turned out gorgeous 
And by the mm-hmm. end of it, I just felt so good. Like you get this <laughs> sense of accomplishment. Like this thing yeah. didn't exist before, but because I of my this effort, into being. Yeah. And it feels great. Like it really just charges me up at least. Um, how did, how did she react when she saw it? When she, she, she loved it. She thought it yeah. was beautiful. Um, got a, I, I measured it for the spot that I want to put it. And I think she's good with that spot too, but it's putting it up is going to involve taking several things down and mm. finding new places for those. So obviously I haven't put it up yet, but there's only so much house there's right. No, I'll tell you what, I need some more house at this point. Yes. <laughs> but you yeah, know, your tots are getting less taught. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they are. Oh my goodness. They they're, are, they're, you know, they grow up, they, they sprout up. They're getting less um, totty by the second. Yeah. But yeah, um, try but new awesome. projects for sure. So fun story. When I was a missionary, <laughs> cause that's yeah, in my man. past. Um, so, uh, preaching an American religion in France, uh, not a oh. winning, um, strategy. And so, uh, we had a lot of downtime and I noticed that a lot of the other missionaries were like picking up um, crochet. Ah. <laughs> so I learned to crochet for a while. I hey, forgot how now I'm sure I could pick it back up without too much problem, but I, I, was, I would sit there and make hats for people. You know, <laughs> I people, at least when I was a kid, there was always this kind of stigma to knitting and stuff like that, that it was, you know, a girly thing to do. Um, but man, there have been a lot of times where like on, on our last trip, our our last trip before the kids were born, my wife and I made sure that we took one big trip together and we went over to Europe. And of course on my list, I wanted to go to Ireland bad. And we went over there. We did one of the game of Thrones tours where we went around a bunch of the filming locations. Super cool one thing that they are very good at known for over in Ireland are their sweaters. And they've got these gorgeous sweaters that I, I forget the exactly what they're called, but they're made out of wool and they're knit by hand and they're freaking gorgeous. And I've looked at one of those. I'm like that. I bought one and it is the most comfortable sweater that I've ever had. I love the thing. I go, you know what? I don't care what anyone says. It'd be really cool to learn how to knit one of these, one of these things. You'll make <laughs> one for myself. That'd be pretty it, cool. Let, let's put it this way. It's cool to make things. Yeah, you know? it is. It's cool to make things. It's fun to cook. You yes, know? Like, it is. Just learn how to make stuff in like with all this, the tutorials that are available out there, oh, the school you know, of YouTube, baby. Absolutely. You know, there's, there's always just make your brain do something else for a while. Try to try if you haven't tried it before, try changing your own oil on your car. Hey, there you go. Super surprisingly easy. And it makes you feel extremely capable the first time you do it. Um, You're like, this is something I have been meaning to learn for a long time. Yep. And haven't bothered. Right. So I'm going to do it. And it'll save you cash, which is also (laughs) for sure. For sure. Um, one other thing I wrote here was spend time with people you've been neglecting. 
You um, know, that's a really good one. I have to say, I am the worst grandson in the world. Um, mm. I really need to reach out to my last living grandmother a lot more often mm. than I do. And it's very bad. And sometimes I think about that and it bothers me. Yeah. And I know it would make me feel better to to reach out more. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's just those visits are so few and far between that it feels yeah. awkward. Yeah. You know, but you just kind of got to do it. Um, well, and spend never- time with like a friend you haven't seen in a while going out somewhere, um, you know, a little bit of social time. You know, was, uh, I mean, it, good for you. that even, you know, it's it's weird to think about. But I mean, that that was even us for a while. Like there was there was a a span of time several years ago where, you know, you were doing your thing. I was doing mine and we just hadn't really spoken in quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, That's very true. And I mean, that I think that was actually one of the things that kind of factored into us doing the show in the first place. It's like, you know, we we ought to get some regular going Mm -hmm. and you know, give us, we would, we would sit there and just talk for like two or three hours. Yep. And, and then not talk for a month. Yep. You know, or whatever. Um, and sometimes longer. And yeah, there was a span of time there where, you know, I, I wondered if we were really going to connect much anymore. Yeah. And now look at us. Now yeah. look at us. <laughs> you, you guys out um, there in, in radio land probably wish we would connect less. Uh, um, maybe. <laughs> Um, so I think that that's the main stuff. Um, the only last thing I'll say is like, if you kind of want to still do, um, game related things, but you still need a break. One thing that I do enjoy doing is I will work on a campaign that has no start date yet. Right. Mm. Then like, I, I might just start making a map for no reason, um, for a game that may exist someday. You know, I might get a notebook and start jotting down ideas. Um, I just got those um, um, story cards from the the deck of many worlds. Cool. I was definitely having fun sitting there making a world I wasn't planning on using. Mm. You know, uh, there was something enjoyable about that. Just the act of creation without it having to necessarily go anywhere or at least not go anywhere yet. Yeah. Um, Take that that pressure off. It could be there kind of take some pressure off while still kind of turning the wheels a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so that, that was also enjoyable. Yeah. I, anyway, that is pretty much my, my list. Um, So any kind of uh, uh, thoughts or questions at the end? I think one thing that I, that comes to my mind is also, um, you know, just try to be honest with yourself about what you actually want to be doing and what you don't want to be doing. Like, you know, if, if you have been GMing and you realize, you know, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not working for me. I don't enjoy it. You know, if, if you are doing any, anything that you don't have an obligation to do, like you need to work, you need to pay your bills. You need to eat. Right. You know, that kind right. of thing. But beyond that, if there are things that you don't have to be doing that are causing you stress or are, you know, giving you headaches. Like if you realize you've taken on 
a job that no one's paying you for. Yeah. You know, there, there is definitely something to that as well. But, and I think that that's where creating some distance is good before making necessarily any final decisions then and there. That's true. But also telling yourself that like, it's okay if that is the decision I make. Yes. Is also kind of important, right? Yes. So give yourself some grace, give yourself some room. um, Cause sometimes it just comes down to, I, I need to stop doing something or I need yeah. to start doing something that I have been, um, I've been putting off. Been yeah. Doing. You know, so, so all, I think all that is, is very helpful leading towards our ultimate goal of just trying to be a little happier. Yep. You know, and I th- hope that that's everyone's goal for the year is to it try to be. get, um, you know, get a few more smiles on your face this yeah. time if you can. And, yeah. uh, but ones that, that have some, some last, some meaning, some joy yeah. as opposed to just immediate pleasure. Yeah. So I'd agree we with can, that. We can, we can do better. And never mind the fact that, you know, pretty often assuming that, you know, you're not doing anything that is at anyone else's expense, you being more happy tends to lead to, you know, you benefiting the people around you that much more. Absolutely. You know, nobody likes being around someone miserable. It's draining. But being around oh, somebody yeah. who's happy um, and who is. By the way, I love the Debbie Downer sketches <laughs> from SNL. Because <laughs> if you Debbie guys haven't Downer. seen those, you've got to watch them. Like, oh. no matter how many times they do it, they could never keep a straight face. Oh, Jimmy, it was just- Jimmy Fallon, man. <laughs> He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. The guests could never do it. I don't remember the name of the girl who, who Rachel, plays. Rachel Dratch. Yeah, she would. Um, she could never keep her composure. Oh, uh, she's great. Th- those were great. Those were great. So um, be better by for the way, yourself. Be better for the people around you. Yeah, there you go. So one thing I want to say as we're kind of wrapping up is uh thank you to everyone who joined the patreon or up their tiers in order to uh play in our newest campaign uh the uh gnarled frontier um and it's something that that uh is the result of collaboration uh which we're going to talk about a little bit on the next episode yep and uh Anyway, if you if you joined, I just want you to know that that does mean a lot to me. Um, it means a lot to us. I, I appreciate am, it, too. Absolutely. But speaking as the person <laughs> running oh, the game, sure, sure. You know, it, it's it, it, it. There is a certain justification, even spending a small amount of money. Mm-hmm. You know, essentially the the amount of money that amounts to a single meal um, for for a month you know, is still like a show of confidence. It's a show of buy-in, even to some degree respect, yeah. let's say. And um, that definitely makes me feel some secret ingredients mm. and helps me feel more creative. And then I want to give that feedback back to everyone. You know, this is not something where I'm going to break their bank and it's not going to solve my financial woes, but it is going to... I hope foster something that we've largely gotten in the other campaign as well. Wrath of the scorned, which is still going on. Um, 
And, uh, you know, we, the, the real thing that you need, and this was a discussion that we, that we had on the discord this last week. It's not so much about what system you're playing. Mm. It's about who you're playing with. Yeah. It's about, is the GM good? Are the players good? Do they, are they good together? Yes. Yes. You know, and if the answer to all of those things is yes, you're going to have a good time. Yep. Right. And you, you could be in the most perfect system, right? Where the heavens open and the angel of game design flies down and he hands you a box and it says game. That's the name of it. And you, you open it up and you're just, it's wonderful. You're still going to have a bad time. Because if people's heart isn't in the right place, right? Or if they're divided. Playing with the wrong people will wreck anything. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. No D&D is better than bad D&D. Yep. Um, But of course, we'd prefer good D&D because that's the best. Or whatever game. Yes. Yes. The game is second. 100% agree. So I got nothing to add to that. um, Yeah. Yeah. So thank you again for joining. I hope everyone will who's involved will enjoy the game. That game is full, by the way. Nice. Um, if you're interested in getting into the next one, uh, whenever that occurs, um, you know, you don't have to up your pledge or start pledging at $20 right away. You can always just maybe join at a buck, start talking to us. Yeah. Even just sending us an email for free, you know, that's fine. Yep. We can start talking and planning about the future. That's, awesome yep definitely and um to that end anyone who is interested in helping us out maybe if you can't necessarily throw money our way which is totally fine please give us reviews we love to find reviews they give us some great feedback it's great to hear what people think it's great to know that you know, that the show is doing things for folks and that, uh, that all of you out there are enjoying it. Um, and it also has the very practical effect of, you know, bumping us up in the charts, making it easier for people to find this show so we can share that secret ingredient of love with everyone that's out there. We started this show so that we could hopefully bring something to the tabletop RPG hobby space that didn't seem to be out there all that much. Um, So if you can help us by spreading the word, write some reviews, tell your friends, drag them over, you know, and have some fun with us. We would love that. Um, So all that having been said, take a look at yourself. Take a look at how you're feeling in terms of whether you're feeling burnt out or not. Um, Hopefully, if you're not, you can take a look at what things might push you in that direction and hopefully maybe avoid running into burnout because that's always nice if you can do it. Um, And if you are feeling burnt out, try to take a step back and think about some of the things we talked about tonight and maybe it'll help you out. So sit back, relax. Welcome to 2023, folks, because uh, it's going to be another year of good fun and extra 
helpings of the secret ingredient. So, until next time, stay inspired. Bye! Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Good afternoon. Goodbye. Good afternoon. Good day, Good sir. Good day, sir. <laughs>